feel like making somebody mad tonight. Don't you do don't this don't shit, you bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Holy shit, we have a podcast. <laughs> and a guest. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> um, naturally, our first guest uh, had to be someone that really just contributes to our banter. Um, uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, and we thought the easiest person to have as our first guest is someone who lives in our home, hashtag COVID vibes, and that would be the lovely, the mysterious Victoria Menchaca. And Hank. We're both guests on oh, yeah. this pod. Hank, <laughs> Hank is also in the room. Um, you probably won't be hearing from him. Little boy got shots today. It's my puppy. First of all, Thank you to, oh, my puppy is yelping. Um, thank you to everyone that tuned in on our last episode, our first episode ever. Um, we really appreciate it. We really didn't expect anyone to listen to this but ourselves and maybe, like, two other friends. Um, not that it skyrocketed by any means. But we got, like, 50 views, which, like, to me. Yeah, I mean, that's better than that's I thought. <laughs> but thank you to everyone that sent us texts or DMs and said that it made you laugh. That's all we can hope for. Um, and we'll try to include you guys as much as we can with more Instagram sticker questions and whatever you guys want to hear. Also, one piece of... I felt like there was, like, two pieces of feedback that I wanted to share. The only one I can remember is that... Michaela asked, why didn't I speak about our hometown Arby's <laughs> since we spent a long time talking about Arby's on the last episode? And my response to that was because I don't fucking go to our hometown Arby's. So Thank what's you. what's so infamous about your hometown Arby's that you were supposed to bring it up? Michaela said that the hometown Arby's in Roseville, Minnesota is always out of roast beef. <laughs> she said you'll pull up and the drive through worker will be like, hi, welcome to Arby's. We're out of roast beef. <laughs> which is pretty fucking ridiculous i've never i don't even know if i've been to our hometown arby's ever maybe <laughs> once when i was getting a ride to volleyball and some older girls wanted to stop for chocolate croissants and i was like that's cool they, they have chocolate croissants at arby's don't they it's like chocolate st- stuffed croissants Choc- i like chocolate that you look something. immediately to chaka as if she's like the expert in roast beef establishments but she just but has the roseville arby's does not have the meats so oh true but they do have a chocolate croissant. Croissant. And I thought that was so fun and flirty. I was like, oh my god, you guys are going to have a chocolate snacky before we go play sports. I just thought that was cool. Scandalous. Yeah, it was scandy. <laughs> Shout out Alexis and Lenina. They're not going to listen to us if that's who it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, once again, we have no plan on how we want to structure this podcast. But we, first of all, want to ask our lovely guest, Victoria Menchaca, why don't you give us a little... A little elevator pitch. You can tell us anything you want about yourself. Oh boy, I'm a big old shithead. <laughs> um, I am constantly cooking gourmet meals. Today I made my first turkey, and I'm gonna say one of the things I'm mad at is the Culinary Institute of America <laughs> for making turkey carving seem like a fucking ball in the park. It was not. Um, other important things about me. I look like shit. (laughs) (laughs) My hair was up all day and I just took it down and it is sticking sideways. A Um, 45 degree angle. At a 45 degree angle, (laughs) the angle that I left it at. What else is important? I think that, like, covers it. I I guess I can explain. I mean, I'm sure the only people listening to this are friends of ours anyways, but I guess I can explain how we met. Um, we all three of us met through our sorority, 
Sororities. <laughs> no regrets. No talk, regrets. Talk Absolutely shit not. if you wanna, because <laughs> we can argue. Yeah, no I regrets. mean, like, we still have, like, long-lasting roommates, so... I paid for my friends, and it paid off. Yeah, <laughs> big bags. Period. God damn it. I Okay, my, my one feedback criticism for myself on the last podcast is I said big facts, like, 18 times, and that's kind of cringy. That's Anyways. only an internal issue. I didn't realize that at yeah, all. Yeah, and I'm going to make it external, so... <laughs> Um, but another fun fact about how I met Vic- Victoria is she actually recruited me to join the sorority. So that's sick. And I love bringing that fact out whenever I can. <laughs> well, I have a funny Victoria meeting anecdote. Okay. So before I joined our sorority, I was still friends with Charlotte, our friend Char, because we met in the dorms. And so she knew that I was rushing, but I hadn't joined yet. But anyways, I asked Char to come over to my apartment because we were friends from previous encounters and she brought you over because you guys were hanging out that night and I wish you all could see this for those of you who don't know Victoria but even though I'm sure everyone that's listening will but she has like deer in headlight eyes like (laughs) Victoria's eyes are always like very wide open always very attentive and so the first time I met you I didn't realize that you just had like wide open (laughs) eyes all the time and I was like oh my god this fucking bitch is on drugs. (laughs) I was like, a stranger just showed up to my apartment and she is on drugs. Like, I thought you were on some sort of substance, like, cracked the hell out. (laughs) This bitch is rolling. And you know what? Maybe you were. And you know what? Maybe you were. We don't know. And to this day, we don't know. Um, Wait, when was this before school started or, like? This was freshman. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was the beginning of sophomore year because, like, I hadn't rushed yet, but I was going Mm -hmm. to. So I, like, just Mm -hmm. moved into my apartment Mm -hmm. at the Radius Shar came over. Like, school hadn't started yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she brought you to come yeah. say hello. That's cute. Glad I really introduced the world to my facial features. Most of them include, like, big eyes. Big mouth. Big mouth. <laughs> just a lot of orifices, you know? Fat tits. <laughs> Fat tits. Fat Huge big fucking bonkers. Big you know, that I have um, the biggest tits of the friend group. Sorry, Mikayla <laughs> Star. Shout out Mikayla Star. As I've said multiple times, we, our household has the best tits on Lindale. And I don't think that's a disputed fact. Because it be. nobody has disputed me, <laughs> so no one. I will to continue argue this. to call it undisputed until someone disputes me. I will not be reading replies to this tweet. Yep, no. <laughs> um, there were a few stories, um, or just Victoria anecdotes I wanted to bring up, and I think that's what we're gonna do moving forward because I think our plan is to just interview a lot of our friends. As we said in the first podcast, our friend group is batshit, so everyone has funny fucking stories um from mostly college but we do have quite a few funny anecdotes from after college as well so um starting off a fun fact i learned about victoria this past in the past 48 hours is that <laughs> when she was younger um she had a scrapbook dedicated to Dwayne Rick. okay wait she Dwayne had, Reed. Dwayne <laughs> Reed. <laughs> the the she had a scrapbook dedicated to Dwayne Wade. And, like, uh, on first hearing that, you're like, okay, yeah, maybe, I guess that's kind of weird. But, like, I just need to, like, hammer the fact that she doesn't like basketball. Like, this bitch does not watch basketball. <laughs> like, in the slightest. And she had a scrapbook <laughs> of Dwayne Wade growing up. Please explain, Victoria. Um, there's really not a lot to say other than I follow Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne It's a hard name. Uh, his entire, like, 10-year career. So I started with Marquette and went all the way through the NBA. 
Um, there's really no other important things to know otherwise, other than the fact that I still have a Dwayne Wade bobblehead in my house. Otherwise, all the memorabilia has since vanished, since vanished and <laughs> gone to the trash. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. And then I also wanted to bring up, this is another just like short story before I get into our, like our long one, is um, can you please tell us, please tell the audience um, about your father and... <laughs> White Castle <laughs> and their relationship. <laughs> we would dim the lights. We would like to take this opportunity to address our fathers. <laughs> Let's all address Hector Menchaca, Hector Julio Menchaca, technically the second um, in this space. So it was his first time winter in Minnesota. Um, historically, it was the Halloween 1991 snowstorm. I know we're from Minnesota. Can't stop referencing it. And my dad couldn't cook because he never knew how to cook, even though he was in his late 20s. Um, so, <laughs> Justine, please call yourself out. Not me, at me. <laughs> um, and so there was a huge sale at White Castle right before the snowstorm, and burgers were like five or ten cents a slider and so my dad bought like upwards of 50 and froze them and continued to eat them. For several weeks. <laughs> and and was this a, like a reoccurring thing or was it just a one time ordeal? They um, probably fucking last, dude. I think they last. <laughs> I, I think I think uh, White Castle slider is up there with like a Twinkie where it's like shelf life is like literally mm. three hundred years. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it'll slide right out of you. You don't have to worry oh, about yuck. congestion, little dietary issues. I fucking love sliders, and I've talked about this a lot. So bad that when, last time we got GoPuff, I ordered. Mike or uh, frozen microwavable sliders from the GoPuff thing. Yeah. And previously, I've only eaten. Is that a word? That's a word, right? I think mm-hmm. I say eaten a lot on accident, so I have to make sure. Anyways, um, <laughs> previously, I've only eaten sliders on road trips, which feels right because it's like a shitty thing to eat and you're like, whatever. But then also, that might be the worst environment because then you're all farting in the same car. <laughs> but my family and I do it multiple times a year. I have only eaten White Castle a few times in my life, and um, two of them being, like, probably within the first year out of college living in my old apartment when I was severely depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I mean, one of the times I just drove through the drive through at, like, 8 in the morning and got, like, mozzarella sticks and a couple sliders. Remember and then, when you ordered White Castle breakfast? That's what I was about to say. Oh, okay. I ordered, like, $25 worth of white castle delivery at like six in the morning one day because i think it was one of our nights oh poor hank (laughs) i think it was one of our nights um that we had stayed up until like four or five in the morning and just gotten home and i was like i'm so hungry and the only thing that was delivering was white castle so i ordered like 25 dollars worth of white castle at like six or seven in the morning i'm sure it smacked yeah it actually kind of (laughs) did It's also important to note that um, White Castle is probably the most lover-friendly um, restaurant. I don't know if you guys know, but they do this deal on ho- or on Valentine's Day where you get, like, a heart-shaped box of sliders <laughs> and, like, a bouquet of roses for, like, $20. Noted. I think we need to make it our mission next Valentine's Day to, like, purchase every heart-shaped food item from, like, all fast and fast casual establishments oh and do a review oh uh, a mukbang perhaps ooh, perhaps a mukbang heart heart bang, heart bang. <laughs> but the note that i have is a friend of ours 21st birthday party bus and so many things um 
happened in the 24 hours from when we arrived at the pregame until the following day. Um, I'll start with my <laughs> night. Victoria can tell hers after because it's a lot funnier. Basically, all I did the whole night was like <laughs> get blacked out, take like 83 snap stories, and um, fight with my ex. <laughs> Which is beautiful. Um, another important thing to note is one of our friends got a public urination ticket outside of Stella's. Um, even though we told him the cop was coming, he refused to put it in his pants. Um, so that's on him. Thank it's God so for community service. And then tell us about how your night ended. Oh. I, I don't actually, are there any funny anecdotes from during the night or is it just the end of the night? That's hilarious. I feel like just the end of the night is absolutely gorgeous. So <laughs> I was walking with a friend trying to get an Uber and for some reason we were really poor or pretending that we were super broke, which we were. And we like walked deep into like the residential parts of Uptown, but I actually had no idea where we were. Um, all of a sudden the friend disappeared and I was alone. My phone was at 1%. <laughs> I tried to order an Uber. It died. Um, I was hammered. Um, and I was like, where am I going to find a way home? Am I just going to walk three and a half miles home? Which was by far my first choice. Um, cause we lived on campus at the time and we were partying in Uptown. Yeah. Um, and so I decided I was going to flag down the nearest car like it was a cab. <laughs> because naturally that's the first thing you do. Not, not walk back to a bar no. and like get your phone charged by someone or like find no. a friend. No, it's, it's flag down a passing um, car. So I did that. <laughs> Anyways. And then a family stopped and they said the words, as I was walking down the middle of the road, I was not on a sidewalk. I was not obeying any traffic orders. And they said, we're not your Uber. And I said, I know, but can you take me home? <laughs> you probably you probably didn't wave them down. You probably They probably like came to a screeching halt because you were in the middle of a dark road. No, I like, I like flagged them down like I was flagging down an airplane. Like, I really, I really made it known that Modern I... Modern hitchhiking. <laughs> You're not your Uber. I don't care. Take I me home. I don't care. Yes, and the are. thing is, they did take her home. This story does not end in a kidnapping boat. No. <laughs> as much as it should have. Yeah. It should be season three taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't it the same night that um, Allison woke up in Andover? No, that no. was a different night. That was um, a Vikings... Oh. <laughs> oh god it was the minneapolis miracle or whatever yeah. it was called uh, was that a is a minneapolis miracle <laughs> waking up miracle. in andover and being alive <laughs> wasn't it like it, well it had to have been a family home if it was an andover yeah it was a family home <laughs> was it just like a situation where she was going home with a guy and he was like by the way i live with my parents i don't even um, i don't I, even think it got that far no, i think she was like let's go far. home and he was like word all of a sudden, they're in the car for 25 fucking minutes, and he didn't say, like, this is how far we have to go. She just ended up in Andover. And I'm pretty sure, Allison, correct me if I'm wrong, that um, the father of this man Ooh. drove her home. No. Um, oh, my God. Uh, I am not really certain on those details, but I really hope that's the case, because it's way more comical. That's, that's just, like, way. funnier, yeah. <laughs> um, and if those anecdotes weren't enough about the night of the party bus... Um, the following morning, 
we all had our sorority's annual 5K, <laughs> um, and you can run the 5K and you don't have to volunteer. And so, <laughs> Justine's already shaking her head. So I chose, and Victoria chose to run the 5K because the 5K is fucking easy. Um, because we don't want to volunteer for three hours. And bef I think we signed up before we knew her party bus was yeah. going to be the night before. Um, needless to say, it was not an easy 5K as we were anticipating. I literally showed up to the race. I ran up to Brittany Scallon, shout out. And I was just, like, pumped to say hi to her. Mind you, like, we were still drunk. Like, it's 7 in the morning. Like, and that night did not end early. Like, we left at bar close. And so I'm still hammered. I had already puked once that morning before we left to go f to the 5K. Victoria, what? You puked twice out of the car? I puked once at a stop sign. And then once I opened the door while we were driving because <laughs> I wasn't going to make it. <laughs> um. And I run up to Brittany and I'm just like chatting her ear off because I'm still hammered and she goes Taylor you need to shut your mouth because you smell like vodka <laughs> <laughs> and this is like a family 5k like there's children everywhere so not only am I drunk I smell like vodka I've puked already once and I'm in a Christmas tree suit because it's a Christmas themed 5k <laughs> so just like take a moment to picture that um I don't know, D did you puke while you ran the 5k? Um, I didn't, uh, but I did have several seven-year-olds absolutely blast past me, <laughs> and then one of them did turn around and giggle and ask, why is she going so slow? <laughs> was this when it took you, like, an hour and a half to finish? No, 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 that, Victoria I finished, finished in, probably in like, a, a relatively normal time. That's, I know you, that's what I'm saying, you in your Christmas tree suit jaunted over the line at, like, three hours. Yeah, so the thing was, I was still very nauseous when I started and I started out running with Victoria and others. I probably made it about like 0.1 miles before I was like, yeah, I gotta walk this shit. And then walking turned into me like just ending up being alone for so long. And then I was like, I'm just gonna take a shortcut because we did the 5k through the state fairgrounds and it's kind of all in like a grid system and i think it was just one big rectangle you ran so i thought i could just cut across no 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 i ended up <laughs> going like i think what is, what is a 5k 3.2 miles i think i ended up going like three and a half miles because <laughs> i tried to cut but i was still so, i was just out of it and did not i am also directionally challenged so it just made it worse also, I had a moment where I was just walking by myself, hung over as balls in my Christmas tree suit, and I was listening to Boulevard of Broken Dreams <laughs> by myself, and I was just picturing, like, someone videotaping me and, like, putting it in black and white. Like, that's how sad it was. And then, um, so I finally crossed the finish line. I think there were people that literally walked with strollers that beat me, and oh, yeah. uh, my finishing time was 52 minutes. But to make up for the fact that I was, like, pretty much last in my age group, um, I did get second place in the costume contest, so. Who got first? I don't know, some little kid. Loser? Yeah. yeah. Okay, here's the thing, this might not even make it into the pod, because it's not even that funny, it's just me being me. Y'all really did work harder, not smarter, though. <laughs> because <laughs> act acting, you have to wonder if, when they say running the 5k is the easiest way out, no, fuck, it's not. No, nobody ever said that. I, I just assumed it was. It was. What, the, 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 what you need to do, and there is no 6 or 7 a.m. volunteer shift. If there was, I would have killed myself long ago. 
I because I would sign there up. There was to, the earliest ones were six or seven because the race started at seven. They were, but you don't have to do that either. <laughs> you don't got to do that. And you don't got to run. What you got to do is sign up for like the nine a.m. shift when everything is already over. I would literally be there for like thirty minutes tops and eat the bagels and leave. Damn. I think that was my thinking is that like all the volunteer shifts you technically signed up for like two or three hours and I'm like oh I can finish this 5k in 30 minutes and go home well <laughs> that didn't happen <laughs> the worst part is the rest of us finish our 5ks and we're all like sitting on the ground hungover waiting for Taylor to cross the finish line I think I was on like eight people snap stories of them being like are you fucking kidding me I think I had my GoPro with me as well, which is just doubly funny. Also, afterwards, we went to Panera, and I puked in the Panera bathroom. So that was, like, puke number three for the day. The real question is, because it didn't happen that year, who will do anal in the Panera bathroom next? <laughs> what does that <laughs> mean? That? Who did anal? No one ever did it, but it was the running gag in our friend group. Doing According to who? a different group. <laughs> It was a different group. I only remember you falling asleep in the Panera bathroom one time, and you were in the bathroom for so long, and I was like, were you just puking? Because we were hungover, obviously, and you came back out, and you were like, I fell asleep in there. It was so warm. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, probably the widest way to gather while you're hungover. Absolutely. It's also important to note that I frequently... <coughs> fall asleep in bathrooms um, <laughs> oh my I've god fallen... tell the chicago story tell the chicago oh, story i've fallen asleep in twice on my birthday in my own bathroom i've fallen asleep in a b-dubs in la um and that was bad enough you that... were in a b-dubs in la yes this is when <laughs> we were visiting natalie <laughs> when she was working for the lapd Oh, never forget. Um, never forget. Um, and Emily Blair had to crawl under the stall because I'd been gone for so long. Somebody probably thought you were doing crack in there. Oh, for sure. There's no way that wasn't the immediate first thought. Um, and the most infamous story is I got absolutely belligerent the first time we went to Chicago and did the thing I used to do a lot in college, don't really do that much anymore, which is run away from people I know. I only do that emotionally now. Mm. Um, and not and not physically. We love self-awareness. <laughs> we love self-awareness. Um, and I ran away from the friends, went down to the lobby. I'm going to set the scene bef before we finish. We were at a, like, really, really nice apartment complex in, like, what part of town would you think that was? Like, Aren't we in the Gold Coast? Gold Coast area um, of Chicago. And... It was, like, a high-rise apartment building. We were on, like, what? Like, the fucking 20-something floor. Like, we had a view on this patio. And we didn't know anyone there because it was, like, friends of friends. Like, it was Sarah's friends. And so we were, like, naturally, our way to cope with that is to just get fucking belligerent. And Victoria, like she said, ran away. But because, like... <laughs> we're in the middle of Chicago. Sagman's, like, first thought and her first panic is, like, oh, my God. We can't just let her run away. I mean, me and Justin are like, why? She'll be fine. She's always fine. Like, it'll be okay. And Sagman goes, we are in Chicago. She will get shot. <laughs> just picturing Victoria walking down the street getting gunned down for no apparent reason. For no reason whatsoever. Uh, I don't know about that, but we still should find her. Also, like, when you started to run away, I saw you and I ran after you outside of the apartment door. And I was 
Justine has a video of me yelling at you. We were, like, across the hallway from each other, and I was literally yelling, Victoria, sit. (laughs) Sit, Victoria. Like, trying to command her like a dog. (laughs) And I didn't sit. But you know where I did sit? (laughs) I went into the bathroom of the lobby, and I didn't lock the door, and the janitor walked in on me, taking a piss and falling asleep. Yeah, and we had come down to the lobby area, like, collected our things, we're ready to go, we had ordered an Uber, and we're like, I guess we just have to keep looking for her, and I think we had your location, so we knew you were still in the building somewhere, and, like, I think we got out of the elevator, and we didn't really have a solid plan of how to find you, and then we were talking about trying to find you, I think, and the janitor (laughs) came up to me, Justine, and Sagman, and was like, are you looking for a friend? And we were like, ironically enough, yes. And he was like, I think she's in the bathroom. And we were like, of course. And she was. Naturally. Mm-hmm. And there she was. Pants down. Pants <laughs> down. And then you did your thing where you're like, when you're out of it, is like you just started walking, but like nobody was home. No. And, and I was like, Victoria. And then it was like almost like compulsive for you to just keep running. And so she ran out the doors and like the Uber was there and segment and Justine were like, we're just gonna leave her we're just gonna leave her segment had totally just done a 180 and i was like absolutely fucking not (laughs) and i walked after her and i grabbed her by the arm and i was like victoria you're getting in this uber or i'm never speaking to you again and she was like me 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 and still got in the uber um and then we put her to bed oh my god that's the same night of mystery man we're really jumping around yeah but um that same night we put victoria to bed in segment's apartment me, Segment, and Justine went to a bar, like, down the street from Segment's... Oh, that's probably... Okay. Um, we went to a bar down the street from Segment's apartment. I left with a man that I had to said and exchange, like, four words with. And... Yeah. <laughs> Did not know his name. Which is so out of character. Like, to most people, it's like, I mean, yeah, that's what you do. But me and Segment were like, this is not what she does. <laughs> this is crazy. I think, because was that your one and only experience of... Like, a one-night stand? Yeah, leave with Kind stranger. of, yeah. That's so Well, dumb. leave with Stranger, yeah, because the only other time I had, like, a similar, like, this one-night stand-ish um, experience was Tinder, so. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first time we were just, like, leaving the curb with a man. That was nuts. It was nuts, and I, I had very, very below-average sex, and then I said, he he was, like, asking me about sleeping over, and I said, I, I gotta go. It was, like, four in the morning, and I walk out of his apartment. I didn't even bother to, like, order the Uber before I even left. I was like, I need to get out of here. And then I looked on my maps, and I was six blocks from Sarah. And I used to think that was really, like, ironic that I ended up six blocks from Sarah. But then I remembered we went to a bar down the street from Sarah's apartment. <laughs> yeah, but you still wouldn't know that he lived close to Sarah. True. So still, serendipitous. Yeah, it was look very... God. It, yeah, look at God. It was so nice. And then what I did was, in those six blocks at four in the morning in the middle of Chicago is I turned on a podcast <laughs> on my phone with the 3% battery I had left and listened to a podcast out loud, just, like, holding the speaker up to my ear on my walk home to segments. <laughs> so we came up with a segment, and I think, like, we all agree that, like, Victoria needs to be just a recurring guest because she's already fucking here um, <laughs> and is part of this, like, trio. So Justine uh, frequently asks us questions about Catholic school, because if you didn't know, as if we don't make it enough of our personality trait, um, me and Victoria both attended Catholic school for a several years um, of our childhood. Uh, Vic made it through the system. You got out. Yeah, I got yeah. out. I went to public high school. Vic, Vic went to private high school. First through 12, baby. Graduated cult style. Yeah, that shit's crazy. 
that shit's crazy. But anyways, um, Justine did not attend Catholic school and she frequently has questions about just Catholicism and the Bible in general. Mm -hmm. And so we think that we should have a subject or, uh, we think that we should have a segment that's just called questions for Catholics. Oh, <laughs> so you had one question today pop up. My other one though, that I thought of, this was like over the summer and it was with Victoria and I's previous roommate who also went to Catholic school. And I was just sitting there thinking, and I'm like, wait a second. Just in the club, thinking thoughts. In the club, thinking thoughts. Sit down. I have a question for y'all. So I'm like, so, Catholic school, how do they explain dinosaurs to y'all? Like, where does that fit into the narrative? And the short answer was just that they don't explain it because it wouldn't make sense otherwise. Right. Yeah. Right. So I was basically just trying to find loopholes. But then my other question for the Catholics today was that if sex is strictly for procreation and only to be done after one has married someone of the opposite sex, uh, what? how would they explain the anatomical purpose of the clitoris? Well, they typically... They don't talk about the yeah, clitoris, right, and that's what's important. <laughs> uh, the sex education... I guess I didn't go to high school in, Catholic, in the Catholic school system, but, I mean, most people are getting sex ed in middle school, as they fucking should, and, like, the very, very bare-bones, basic-ass what you could maybe consider sex ed in my element or middle school um, was basically just, like, the girls showed up with their moms one day, they show you how to use a tampon, and then they, like, briefly touch on, like, intercourse and tell you you can't do it till marriage. There's, like, literally, I don't think I even knew what a clitoris was or where it, where it was, <laughs> Until probably high school. <laughs> we definitely had a wait until marriage speaker um, come, and then we were all forced to sign virginity packs after. Um, that was maybe in middle school. Uh, also, I feel like our sex ed, they didn't talk about sex at all. They did talk about STDs and mm. show us mm. scary photos. I feel like they did that Probably, in public school, too. Yeah, they, I think they just look up worst case scenario. We Syphilis. Had, even in public school, we had an abstinence-only speaker, and mm -hmm. we had, like, a born-again virgin, so I feel like all sex ed is fucked up. In public school, did they teach you what the clitoris was? Probably not. But my question wasn't so much... How would they teach it to you? I know that's not happening. I'm not fucking stupid. My question is, if you were to ask someone, like, if we're only created to have sex in marriage to procreate and pleasure really isn't the point, then what's the point of clitoris? It's more like I would like to see them yeah. answer that question. I think their response to that would be, like, you can enjoy the pleasure, pleasure. of, like, procreating. Yeah. Like, it's simply for you to feel pleasure while you're procreating. Gross. But only then. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, it's just an extra muscle. Yeah. <laughs> no, no need for that. <laughs> it's an accident. I had a couple Catholic, one Catholic thought come into my head Catholic today. <laughs> um, I was, it was the Bush Gore election and obviously I don't think everyone, I even have memories of this election. It wasn't important except for this is the only thing I really remember is I obviously went to a school where 99.1% of the people there were Republicans. And I remember we did like a fake vote in class and I was oh, the we definitely did that too. only one that voted for Gore. Damn. <laughs> um, in Catholic school, there was this historic high school event called Disco, <laughs> um, where obviously everyone dressed like they were in a disco and it was at St. Thomas Academy. 
all you are. Shout out. Shout out. All y'all are assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Let them have it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, it was like the first time people really like grinded up on you. There was like always a mosh pit circle. People were doing the nasty. Um, 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 (laughs) How many people were at St. Thomas Academy? It was like double the size of this. Oh, okay. Um, my graduating class was 74, and I think theirs was around 200. Um, and at one point, the, a priest came out onto, like, the stage of this cafeteria and sprinkled (laughs) holy water on everyone and, like, was saying some prayers and threw, like, pocket-sized versions of, I think it was the Hail Mary, all over the mosh pit. And I remember, I was like, this is so funny. I want to remember this. So I tucked one into my bra and I was like, I'm saving this for later. (laughs) (laughs) I think we had, I mean, like, I didn't go to Catholic high school. So, I mean, the middle school dances, nobody was really bumping and grinding at uh, St. Paul's Catholic School. (laughs) Oh, I guess we can just end the podcast by saying, Victoria, uh, who mad? Um, who isn't mad? Who I'm mad at? (laughs) Is um, the American government, the Electoral College. I wrote a list, don't worry. Um, Tyra Banks, because I'm looking so good today. What? Actually, that's who's mad at me. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Separate list. (laughs) Wrong list. Sorry, wrong shit, wrong list. Um. And most importantly, my boyfriend, because anytime I'm sad, I try to break up with him for no good reason. Once again, it's oh. who's mad at you. <laughs> He's mad at me. Always. He's mad at me right now. For we, the same reason. We also said, Justine said earlier, like, who mad? You had an ex text you this week. I had not only one, but two. Oh, yeah, yeah, Justine, have you had any ex interactions this week? I already told you, but it's too crazy, so I can't say it. Actually, fuck it. I'm gonna say it. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure that my ex's ex-ting, so none of us are dating each other anymore. I'm still mad. This is is someone I used to date, and then who he used to date, this girl, I'm pretty sure copied my hairstyle. Because I wore my hairstyle a certain way for the first time, and then all of a sudden, she wore her hairstyle this way. And I just think that's fucked up. But one of my downfalls with this hairstyle thing is, like, I really cannot stand to be swagger-jacked, even over (laughs) the most petty shit. Like, during my sophomore, junior year of college, one of my roommates got a pair of duck boots. Like, bean boots, whatever. She just got the same pair of boots in a different color, and I, like, couldn't speak to her. (laughs) I was like, get your own fucking style. Do you know how annoying that is? <laughs> Just because, like, my boots were black and hers were green. Like, come on, man. <laughs> and you know what? I do regret that. I've grown. I still just can't stand to be Swagger Jack, though. <laughs> so and whatever. This season of Butt Hurt, Justine Perez <laughs> was Swagger Jacked. Swagger Jacked. Again. I usually take that as a compliment. I don't think anyone's ever done that with me, though. I feel like I'm not a trendsetter. No one's probably never done it to me either, but if something is remotely similar on another person that I have also done, it's Swagger Jack. <laughs> and I'm pissed off. I just want you to know I did it first. <laughs> Period. Justine, do you have anyone... Do you have, an, do you have any response to Who Mad this week? Shit, I've been kind of mad this week. Alright. I've been not feeling it the past couple days. Okay. But gravy in a couple days so 
Oh, oh, you mean like you're eating gravy in a couple yeah. of days. I thought you meant like young gravy. No. <laughs> you're no, mad at young gravy. No. Young gravy is mad we at do you. Know. We know young gravy. No, I'm not really mad at anybody. Nope. I feel fine. Yeah. I'm bothered. I'm bothered. Unless I get swagger jacked. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what outrageous sentence should we end the podcast with this week? Fuck all y'all. I'm a Gemini. <laughs> through and through. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving.